0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode number 65. This is 2023. That's right. The new year. And later today, we're going to have our new Texas Rangers pitcher. Nathan Ivaldi is going to join us after his press conference. It's Thursday. Yep. And he's having his press conference at 11 o'clock. He'll join us for a little bit here after we get back from the press conference. But we got some big league stuff to talk about. Yeah, we do. Minor league stuff to talk about. Uh, in this space today, as a Horn fan, I'm a TCU fan. That's a big deal.
1: <laughs> that is, that is. Uh first
0: as a TCU grad.
1: Yeah, happy, happy New Year. Abs- uh, happy abs- Holidays. Hope everybody had a good holiday season. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, while I was in Phoenix for the Fiesta Bowl, covering it for frogstoday.com, Um the Rangers went and signed Nathan Ivaldi.
0: Uh, <laughs> I gotta be honest, I didn't see this one.
1: No, in our last episode, we both said we didn't think it would happen because we... You know i'll be honest i didn't a they had a bunch of starters yeah uh and then b i didn't think they would surrender another uh, go pick. another year without the second and third round draft picks but uh you know you listen to chris young and he says you know if you want to win you got to have you got to have the best players and so they're in win mode you know i don't know <laughs> it's, it's got to play itself out you know i I like Ivaldi. You know what what he did in the 2018 World Series was just phenomenal. Yep. Uh, you know, a guy like that in your rotation in the postseason is great. But of course, you you have to get there, and for them to get there, <clears throat> they have to be healthy. And, and then, right. You know, outside of Martín Pérez, all five of the other guys, if you include Jacob Odorizzi, had injury deals uh, sure. in, in last season and the season before, even. So you really wonder. Are these guys going to make it to the to the finish line? And I think that's why there's six of them now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that they're going to go to a true six man rotation, but I think that that if Odorizzi ends up being the swing man, they have the luxury of just dropping him in there. You know, during a during, one, during one of those stretches of, of eighteen or twenty in a row, drop a guy in there, give everybody an extra day, uh, or
0: skip a start if a guy just needs to have yeah, a start sure, skip.
1: Sure, so you can do that. But you you know, I, I was talking to, to somebody with the Rangers, and you know the magic number is really, you know, if you can keep Odorizzi under 10 spot starts, then everything's going to, that means that the, the, they've done their job, that it, these starters have been healthy. Now, right. You know, and look, somebody's going to go on the, on the injured list. I mean, sure. it, it happens every year. It's, yeah. it's just going to happen. And so, you know, you, you, it looks like now Glenn Otto and Dane Dunning are, are going to be in the minor leagues or going to be in the bullpen or, you know, you can't have them both in there. Cause that, that kills your, your pitching depth, but, um, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but they, they clearly have a plan and, and, you know, knowing the, each guy's medicals, it it is a concern. There's always risk with any signing, but when you have five of them, you got a lot of juggling to do.
0: Well, they look, they went out and said they were going to focus on pitching this year. They did it last yeah. year. They said they were going to focus on bats. They did it. I'm amazed because I think anybody would have been happy if Dane Dunning was the fifth starter. Or Glenn Otto. I mean, you would have gone into it and said, man, we, we could see it. But those guys filling out the back end of your rotation means you have thoroughly improved your rotation. Those guys are odd man out now. Yeah. I mean, honestly, now we know Dunny's coming back from the hip thing. I don't know if he's right. going to be fully healthy for spring training. Sure. Otto is healthy, yeah. and Otto had some decent starts last year. He's not. He is not some schlub out there. He throws hard. He's a good. I mean, he, he he's a good back into the rotation guy, and maybe a swing man. I don't know. Yeah. But. Uh, Good Lord! You just look at the depth now, and yes, of course, all these guys are coming. But so you know, look at Mike Minor who was coming off injuries when they signed him. Right. Lance Lynn had struggled and and done that, and then you 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 know Perez was just uh, you know they they took a flyer on Perez when he turned out. But you look at I can't. If you were a Ranger fan and you're not excited about what this rotation is going into the season, you couldn't have asked for anything more. You can't say that this ownership doesn't want to win.
1: Yeah, you have uh you have all-stars, you have World Series winners. Yep. You have guys that strike a bunch of guys out. Uh they've all they've all got track record, you know, and then um they've been around, so they know how to pitch. Yeah. And and so that's entirely different than what the Rangers have had the last 2 years. And right. um so that's a, I mean that that on its that alone is they're better. Right. You know, it's just a matter of posting 20 30 times a year and, be, <clears throat> exactly. and being able to to get it done and um, you know it, it looks like honestly if I'm looking at it it looks like this is kind of a two-year plan too because this year you're gonna nurse them through next year you're gonna have uh, potential free agents and and Martin Perez and Andrew Heaney and um, uh, that, that Odorizzi, you know so so if you can get these guys through who are coming back after this year right get them through healthy uh, not tax them too terribly much, and then they'll be ready for a full, a full go in 2024.
0: But you give them a qualifying offer if you don't <laughs> extend them. No, seriously, yeah, well, you could yeah. have three guys. You could give a qualifying. Well, offer.
1: Martin can't get one again because no, no, not him. Off. Right? Yeah, but, but, uh, yeah. But well and you know Heaney has the the interesting opt out after this year, uh, and if everything goes well, he's he'll opt out. That's right. just you know he's that's just the way it is, and so
0: that's good if he's opting out. That means he had a good year.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So starting pitching looks good uh i'm mean, the manager I, the manager's great pitching <laughs> coach is is terrific um you know you you wonder about now left field and you wonder about bats, the, is, the bats is what we
0: got to talk about yeah okay well you had a great article by the way that put me at ease okay. when you talked about <laughs> bubba yeah because it wasn't just bubba and i don't see bubba necessarily bubba could bubba just Take off from the start of the year and be the left fielder. Of course, he could. He's got the talent. Yeah, it's about putting it together. But there are options. Yeah, within yeah. this organization that they don't necessarily have to go out and find the. the- you, know, I,
1: you know, you know, you kind of look at the landscape right now in free agency and, and trade, and you know, you wonder is, is there a massive upgrade over what the Rangers have internally? You know, I mean, and I'm I'm sure you know may. Rangers go trade for Mike Trout. Great. Uh, that's a huge, a huge upgrade. I, I'm okay with that. But, uh, you know, you, you see these names and you're like, do you want to give that money to them? You know, because they all have flaws at this point. I mean, they're not right. on the market because they're, you know, they're eight-time All-Stars. They're on the market because they're either declining, they're coming off a of bad or trade market, they're coming off of bad seasons, they're expendable because the, the other team, the team that they're on right now has guys coming up or has signed sure. other guys. Well, Why did they sign other guys? Well, because they don't like this guy as right. much as they used to. So, right. you know, and so you you know what you have with with Bubba and with Josh Smith and you know Brad Miller still on the team and, Right. you know you can cobble something together that could be pretty good. You know, yeah. depending on, on 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 how they perform, but you know, you also have does Ray Davis want to go over the luxury tax? Does he want to be in a position where he's going to he has got
0: about 20 million to play with there? Yes.
1: Yeah, so do do you want to be in that position <clears throat> where you're getting taxed for your overage um and is 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 there value with the pick? Are you just gonna sign somebody to say you sign somebody type of thing and then be disappointed with what you've done? So right. Uh I, I think that, you know, I made the case for Bubba at RangersDay.com. Five ninety-nine yep. a month, sixty dollars a year, thirty-five dollars for six months.
0: Um, hey, we're starting off a new year, this would be a great time to join up right now. Yeah.
1: And um, you know, he he you know, they don't know a lot about him. He played two months in the major leagues. Uh, I think he hit 250. His on-base percentage was a little over 300. I think, if 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 I'm right, Um, didn't walk a lot, struck out a lot. You know, there's there's room for improvement for sure. And I asked I asked Chris Young on our last conference call, "Can you guys go where you want to go with Bubba Thompson as your everyday left fielder?" And he said, "To be determined. I can't answer that yet. There's not enough evidence. You know, but they like Bubba." And they don't just like him as a player. They love him
0: as a guy. Absolutely. Everybody loves Bubba. <clears throat> We've and then, had him on. He was an unbelievable kid.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's not just he's nice. It's like he just the energy he brings, how he brings it. It's a little different. You know, but yeah. it's, it's like smart. It's anyway, Colby Lewis loves Bubba Thompson. You know, yeah. Colby Lewis is like, Bubba is my kind of player. Right. And so, you know, there's, there are a lot of guys on Bubba's side, and um, he's so fast. And, the, and, the, and now the bases are bigger. Bases are bigger. <laughs> the distance in between bases is a little bit shorter. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna take a miracle for him to get thrown out. I know. I'll tell but, you. But as he always says, I you know you can't steal first base. So if he can figure out how to get on or show signs that he is, <clears throat> you know, and, and if you want to platoon him, all right, yeah. platoon him. You yeah. Know? But I just I just could see a way where Bubba Thompson is is at the bottom of your lineup and is a, is you know a guy who if he's getting on base. And he's on base. He's for, the catalyst for, for the for, set for the top of the order. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, it, there's there's something there. Plus, makes the league minimum. Sure, that gives you room. Let's say you are a, a contender at the trade deadline, and you decide I need to go get a closer, or, I need to go get another bullpen arm, or I need to go get a left fielder. Right. There's money there for you to go do that. So uh <clears throat> there, there's just a lot of there are a lot of reasons why he could do it, and why the Rangers could do it with what they have internally. So um I don't know, you know. Just you know, judging by what they've done this off season, I'd be shocked. I, I don't know, shocked, but it seems like they're going to sign somebody, but it, or acquire somebody. You know, it could be a right, trade too. Right, that's their trade. But at, at this point, you know, it's it seems like trade would be the better avenue. Just what's out there in free agency. But um,
0: there's only one guy that I've like. You know, there was some talk about <laughs> Profar, and, and and I like Profar. I always liked Profar, yeah. but they, you know, that's going to take a multi-year deal. I think get him at right. least a couple years. I, I, there's only really one guy out there that I felt like, you know, I, I've loved this guy since he's been in the big leagues. I've always loved his story. He's such a veteran presence. He can play left field. He can also play first base. He could DH, and that's Mancini, who mm-hmm. I've always loved. He didn't do well with, with uh, the Astros after the trade last year, yeah. but he's a veteran presence in that lineup who I think he just – it's a one-off. It's kind of a one-off because he's, he's always performed pretty well. Yeah. And then he went through the cancer thing, which is a really good story Great about story. that. yeah. Uh, going back, he's a guy I could see coming on a one-year deal to reestablish some uh, – he's only, what, 30, 31? He's not real yeah, old. he's not old. but he's, he, he's, Yeah. And, and, and that that's the one guy I'm kind of like, okay, I, I see that because that doesn't take away Bubba necessarily. This is a guy you can slide into a lineup five times a week without having to play him in left field five times. You could yeah. slide him in three or four times out there, You know, move him around a right-handed lineup. Sure. I mean, I like Mancini, but if they don't get him – You've made the case that I'm like, okay, you know what? Yeah. We're okay to be patient. You know, spending money is great, and this ownership group has spent money, but you don't just spend money. Yeah, you know, it has to be smart money.
1: Right, right. And So, and you know, so let's say they get a senior or somebody else. Then I'm then I'm of the idea that you, you send Bubba to AAA.
0: You like him you, there. You don't you want him to miss go. The
1: you let him go finish finish it off his development. You let him get everyday at bats. Uh, you know, if if Brad Miller ends up being your fourth outfielder, um, that's okay. You know, Josh Smith, if he makes the team, he can be an outfielder. And an Dolas Garcia can play center field. Sure. You know, so there are ways of of, of <clears throat> doing getting by. But I think I would want Bubba to continue to develop. And then if if in a couple months it looks like he, he's got it figured out, he can come up to the major leagues and be a fourth outfielder, play. Four times a week. Absolutely, he'll have His, to play. Do that. Every week. But I, you know, if he's gonna if he's gonna sit most of the time, and it seems like you know Bruce Bochy is a guy who likes to, you know, just put guys in and and let them go, let them go, and and if if Bubba Oates used be,
0: to be that way, Johnny Oates. Well,
1: it's old it's old school. Yeah, you know, Bubba Bobby Cox used to. And Bruce Bochy made a joke the last time we talked to him. He said. Bobby Cox didn't send a lineup over because I knew exactly what it was going to be. Yeah, because it was going to be the same guys in the same spot. And and Bruce wants to do that. So, um, anyway, if you want your young guys to continue to develop, the minor leagues is a pretty good place for that to happen, especially at AAA. And and it looked like Bubba conquered everything last year. You know, with what he did, I think he was the, you know, rated the most exciting player in the Pacific Coast League. He was the MVP of the 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 Express. He was on the uh, MILB. Organization. He was the center fielder for for the Rangers. So, um, anyway, there's a lot going on there. But there's also now bullpen work that needs. I was to about be done. to say.
0: I was looking at Leclerc there. Yeah. What? I who's still left? I mean, they uh, Kimbrell got signed yesterday. Um, I, it, through trade? Is that the way you know? They know. just I, signed Kyle Funkhauser.
1: Okay, great. He's coming off a shoulder injury. Shoulder so,
0: injury. Played for the Tigers. Yeah. Um You know the. Look, minor league deal though, so he's not on the yeah, forty right, right, end, right,
1: But you can you can get you can find a reliever who, who's going to help. Uh, They've got you know, some good
0: internal candidates.
1: Yeah, and but I don't know that, that the Rangers are going to sign a closer at this point. If a closer was their target, they would have they, they would have done, and, done. And, and, and pulled the trigger. Um, but you know, so you got you have Jose Leclerc who who will be you know removed from his Tommy John. Um, he he got you know that last season the 2022 season he came back he pitched pretty well at times um you know he he does have experience as a closer not necessarily on a contending team but sure. you know it it seems like closer will be kind of a, a shared bullpen a closer by committee deal hernandez um, you got
0: Burke. yeah I,
1: I i think the way that uh you know bochi bruce bochi will want a guy who can when leclercs work two days in a row you got a guy who's who's right there so yeah you know it, the bullpen is going to be interesting, especially with the starters and, and potentially limited on their <coughs> innings. You know you have Odorizzi, It looks like uh, Hern uh, Burke Burke, who can all pitch multiple innings. Then you have Hernandez, Leclerc, Barlow. Uh, so that's six. You know Brett Martin is still. You know he he was he's going to be tendered a contract. So yeah, they haven't they haven't avoided arbitration with him yet, but. I don't think that'll be hard to do. So there's your seven spots. So that leaves room for one free agent. Now a lot of these guys can be optioned, which is great. Right. But do you, you know, do you put Auto in the bullpen? Do you, do you need Auto because you you need guys to cover innings? So uh, I I don't know. You know, and and um, but we'll see. It'll it'd be interesting. You know, I liked how the the Rangers kind of started using Burke back to back days a little bit, little bit last right late last season, uh, one inning stints. I don't know if he evolves into that. Um, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But, you know, with what you with if what he did last year is who he is, you know, use use him the way, same role, you know, shut yeah. down a team for two innings and get it exactly. get it from the 6th to the to the 8th or, you know, get 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 the team in position to to use its winning pieces.
0: Absolutely. I I mean there's so that that answer to you, you've kind of got your bullpen set right now. I mean, honestly. And is it the best last year they weren't the best. But LeClerc, you know, they kind of say when when you're coming back from Tommy John, it's good he got the innings at the end of the year last year. But you kind of got to get your feel back, and that's kind of the last thing. Right, you start getting your velocity back up. You start getting your breaking pitches working again, but you still don't have your feel on the mound yet. And that's yeah. where you, the off season comes in, spring training. You start getting it together, and then you get back to where you were. Jonathan Hernandez is in the same boat. Yeah, he had exactly. surgery. He was coming back. That's another kid that was throwing. Yeri Rodriguez is another name that didn't sure. that didn't play much, but he's also throwing in the high nineties. He's moved over to the bullpen. Was a decent starter in the minor leagues. I mean, there are arms there that can come up mm-hmm. and, and you mm-hmm. can at least see what you've got. This is the year, remember how they did, I guess it was was it 21 when they kind of said, we're just going to see what these bats are and see what we've got, and they struggled. They were horrible, but they 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 played it out and saw what they needed. Then they went and signed the free agents they yeah. wanted. Yeah. Maybe this is the year. Bullpen's an easier thing to do where you can say, let's see what bullpen arms we have. We can go trade for someone because they do Mm-mm. plan on contending. Yeah. We can go trade for someone if we need it. Let's cobble what we've got and see if we've got anything here. That'll tell us do we need one, two, three arms to come in, or we've got some guys. We just really need that that last bit at the end. I mean, there's they've got the prospects and they've got the starting rotation and a damn good lineup. I think. Yeah. It's not a it's not a great lineup, but it's a damn good lineup. It was. They,
1: a, I mean, they they were top five in the American League in run scored. You know, absolutely. The, the, thing, the thing that the that they need to improve the thing the Rangers need to improve is how they do against contending teams because they don't, they didn't hit well against the Astros. And I mean, nobody hit well against the Astros. Right. uh, You know, they struggled at times against the Mariners. And, and, and so that's kind of the next step I think for the offense is, is figuring out how to do it against the elite elite arms. And, and, you know, if they can do that, then yeah, then it's a more complete offense, but it's still top five. Right. And, and, you know, if, if Marcus Simeon hits his first home run on, April 2nd instead yeah. of May 26th this year. <laughs> I think the Rangers are going are to have a feel a little bit better about things. Exactly. And, uh, so anyway, um, let's, let's get uh, the, the new guy on. right you, now. Evolve, we'll, you, we'll,
0: evolve, The O is silent.
1: That's my understanding.
0: Yeah. All right. Nathan Nivaldi right after this. And joining us right now from Globe Life Field, it's new Texas Rangers pitcher Nathan Evaldi is joining us. Nate, what's going on, buddy?
2: Hey, how y'all doing?
0: Doing well, doing well. Uh,
1: uh, we do, we just saw you at, at, at the press yet? conference. Uh, saw <laughs> oh, yeah. you, saw, saw the family. Uh, I made I made your son a paper airplane. I hope he's enjoying it. They were they were <laughs> rustling those papers during it, and it was pretty yeah, fun.
2: He he still has it. He was throwing it around earlier, but he still got it. Okay, good. I hope he doesn't poke anybody's eye out, but we're we're good on that. But
1: uh, yeah, just kind of kind of what you talked about here at the, at the press conference. Um, why the Texas Rangers? Why the why the why the team that won sixty eight games last year? Why do you think they can win championships here in the near future? I mean,
2: I feel like it's the way that the ownership's going about winning, the way they're going about building the organization, the team. Um, we have the young prospects that are in the minors that are ready to come up. Um, adding to the rotation for me personally, my biggest belief in winning a world series championship is having a good starting rotation. And I feel like we have seven plus arms that are able to do that. I'm not familiar, you know, a hundred percent with all the minor league guys and stuff that we have, but that's what I'm looking forward to for spring training to get to know everybody and help them guys out. But, uh, you know, we have seven solid arms that are able to, you know, make an impact right now in the starting rotation. And then that just helps the bullpen out that much more. And I think whenever you have a fresh bullpen, it it just it it saves the load of the starting rotation, the starting rotation, it works vice versa. You know, they mm-hmm. they both work with each other and help each other out. And again, sure. when you can go seven, eight innings and six, seven, eight innings, the the um infield guys, you know, all of the, the offense, like they look forward to coming into the field knowing that we have a chance to win today and um, you know, that's. I think that's where it all starts. And once you show that the guys show the guys that we're here and we're ready to compete and win, I think it opens the doors to success.
1: It, you know, l- looking at the way you've pitched in the past and looking at your numbers, it seems like your favorite pitch is strike one. Um, <laughs> it, it just seems like you you work you work in the zone, and sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad. But just kind of talk about your your pitching philosophy.
2: Yeah, um, absolutely. For me, it's strike one. And I've come to learn that teams are going to take them chances. You usually tell, you can usually tell from the first batter, um, what their game plan is going to be. And if they come out swinging, that's where I, you know, fortunately I got five pitches. I have four off speed pitches that I can go to. And, you know, I essentially come into a game having two to three scouting reports on how I'm going to attack the hitters. But then I also need to know how they're going to try to face me and react to me. And because I throw so many strikes, they come out swinging aggressively early trying to get one or two runs across the board early and I gotta do what I can to prevent that. And um again to be able to go seven, eight innings, you can't be losing pitches. So if right. you fall behind a guy two oh, that's two pitches that are wasted. You know, it's same if you get a guy oh two and now it's a full count, you've wasted three other pitches. Um I'm a big fan of strikeouts, but at the same time I'm a more of a fan of a one pitch out. So whatever I have to do to go out there and get as many outs as possible, as quick as possible, that's what I'm trying to do.
1: Yeah, you know, it seems like the Rangers have. I mean, every every team wants their pitchers to not walk guys, but you know, there's been a a point of emphasis for the Rangers. Uh, It seems like Chris Young and and I know from experience, and John knows, having worked with Mike Maddox, that Mike Maddox that that's his thing too. What what what's your interaction been with those two guys?
2: Yeah, so I've been talking to CY quite a bit, obviously, with all the negotiations and things like that. And then ever since that, I've signed the deal, and or we came to an agreement with it. We've been talking a lot and that was one of the other things that in um, intrigued me about coming over here is you have somebody with a pitching mind in the front office that has a <clears> finger and knows what we're going through and you know what it takes to be successful. And um he's working with ownership and to make that happen. And that was another reason to coming over here and um working with Maddox. I've you know, we've only had, you know, two brief conversations, but I'm extremely excited about coming over here and working with him, the success that he's had and working with players and obviously as a pitcher himself. Um, just to be able to be a part of that and, you know, I, I, I think it's going to be outstanding for us. And same with Bochi, having, yeah. having the thats that he's had as a manager and just knowing what it takes to win a World Series championship. It, when I went through it in 18, you know, we had that confidence coming to 19 that we were going to be able to do it. And I think we finished last place. You know, there's just those <laughs> expectations that yeah. you that you want. In the, it, it doesn't work that way. There are no expectations. You have to go out and put in the work, and it's the daily ins and out of everything, and the grind, and being a part of a team, and um, having each other's back, and just having that camaraderie in the clubhouse. And we know what it takes. Now we just have to piece it all together.
1: Yeah. Now you, th- this isn't the first time you've switched teams in your career, but you you, co- you come here, and you you I'm I'm you know the way baseball is, you, you probably know somebody, but you know Martin Perez, and Martine's a, a friend of our show. I've known Martin since he was since he was 17 years old. Uh what's your relationship with like with him?
2: It's great. You know, ever, ever since you know, he was on my team for the first time over there with the Red Sox, he's been outstanding. You know, he's one of the guys that relates um obviously really well with the Latin guys, but also too, with everybody else in the clubhouse and you have to have that, you know, you can't just have pitchers with pitchers, infielders, outfielders all together. Like it needs to be a full team effort and you know, he does a really good job of getting everybody involved and you know, he talks as he messes around with everybody and you know, he keeps everybody laughing and you never really seem upset about anything. So it's always good to have that positivity in the clubhouse. And I feel the same way of um, always being positive and there's always a brighter, brighter outlook on everything. And even in the darker, darker situations and um, things like that, but I've also played with Brad Miller, Jake um, mm-hmm. Odorizzi. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think that's it. Okay. But, but yeah, yeah I mean, I'd play with a few guys and obviously against a lot of the guys, but I'm, I'm excited to join the Rangers and, and to get everything going for sure.
1: Uh, did you see Martine's suit that he wore to the all-star game? I did. That's pretty, that's pretty <laughs> sweet. Not
2: everybody can pull that off. Not everybody can pull it off, but he's one of them. <laughs> hey,
1: he, he's also, um, I think he's, he's planning to play in the world baseball classic. I know you've committed to it. Um, what, what, led you to that and and how does that affect the spring training for you
2: um so obviously i've always wanted to i've always dreamed of being able to put on the usa uniform and be able to represent for our country and um you know this was the first time that they had offered it and i you know didn't hesitate to say yes to it you know i'm willing to do whatever they need me to do and obviously we have a loaded amount of talent that's going to be participating in it and obviously the goal is to um, bring home the gold um I, from what I was told, there's really not going to be that much of a difference compared to spring training and where we normally are. Um, we may be built up one inning extra, but there's going to be limitations. You know, they're not going to be running us out there yeah. for 100 pitches through four or five innings, things like that. Um, I think it'll be an inning limit and a uh, a pitch limit. But again, I'm gonna I'm gonna be prepared and willing to do whatever they need me to do.
1: Now, you 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 told us after uh, afterward that some of the writers that you've you've been off a mound. Um, was that in prep preparation for this, or is that just kind of you wanting to get just keep your arm going?
2: No, yeah. For me, I, I enjoy just getting it going a little early. I'd rather prepare a little early and kind of taper off there towards the end or as needed. Um, kind of prepare for any hiccups that may occur and don't feel like in the off season I have to do everything on a five-day basis. Um, I know I'm a little early of where I am right now uh, pitch-wise. I'm you know, 30, 35 pitches. I'm throwing out of the stretch and wind up. I feel like I'm a little bit ahead of where I need to be right now. So again, I, it, it gives me a little bit more wiggle room. Um I've been throwing basically with one bullpen a week and um you know we'll we'll start building up a little bit more, uh prepared sure. for spring training and then the classic.
1: All right. Well before I hand you over to John, he's gonna to touch on this, but um how's it feel to be the second best pitcher ever from Alvin High School?
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just glad to be able to put on a uniform, have my name associated with his. It's incredible. <laughs>
1: I mean, is it, is it hard? I mean, obviously, everybody says, "Oh, Alvin, Nolan Ryan." I mean, you know, do you have any relationship with him? or what, what? What is it like in Alvin to be a high school pitcher?
2: Um, I mean, for me, it was an honor. You know, you walk into the field, and it's Nolan Ryan Field, and yeah. they named it after him. I know he donated a lot of money to it. Um, you have all of his accolades and everything like that on a giant poster board um right there when you walk into the school so you see the no hitters and it's all the records I mean I'm sure y'all have seen the Netflix documentary I thought it was incredible and I just you know I feel like I learned something new all the time about him that I've never known um I was only able to meet him one time I think he had already moved out of Alvin when I was in high school I wasn't that big of a name in high school either I had my first Tommy John when I was a junior I was able to make it back my senior year and that's kind of when I got on the board and I was able to get drafted by the Dodgers but uh, I think he had already moved out to the Texas area or the Arlington area because he was dealing okay. or working with the Rangers. Yeah. yeah. So I met him for the first time. It was in 2015 when I was with the Yankees against uh when we were playing the Astros and he had actually came to one of the games. And I mean, I felt like that was more nerve wracking than anything. <laughs> <laughs> I got Nolan sitting there with his wife and um just an incredible honor to be able to meet him and everything that he's been able to do for me, a huge thanks. And, you know, just not only Nolan, but also to his family, Reed, and everyone. They've been oh, yeah. out there for me. All right, awesome.
1: All right, I'll hand you over to John real quick. He has a little little fun stuff. Yeah, I get we'll more get fun. We get
0: to learn a little bit more about Nathan. So you, so you graduated from Alvin in 2008. Alvin High School, we know where that. That's Nolan Ryan. Did you play any other sports when you were growing up? I mean, growing up, I mean,
2: I was always into golf, baseball, basketball. Um, that really it. Yeah, I mean, I, mainly basketball, track. Things like that. But when i being in Texas, you play baseball year round. And Our high school coach was, hey, if you're going to be a part of the team, you're a part of the team. you got to be committed to it. So I only I only ever uh, played baseball in high school. I'd fallen off a horse when I was younger. And I got a real bad concussion. My dad's like, you're not playing football. And I never put on the pads or anything or suited up. So I never knew what I was missing. So I never really had that, you know, that desire to play.
1: Hey, how's your golf you know, game?
2: Backyard, things like that. So
1: are I'm, you scratch? Yeah. How, how's your golf game?
2: My golf game is terrible. Oh, yeah. okay. I've been under 100. It's like I have a shot. You know, <laughs> if I shot scratch. So I'm, I'm terrible at golf. Okay, so <laughs> I just, enjoy it though.
1: just to let you know, you know, you said you don't know a lot about the minor league guys. Cole Wynn, who's in the minors and he's on the 40-man roster, is a great okay. golfer.
0: Yeah, hook and,
1: up with him. And Mike Maddox is terrific. Yeah, yeah, Maddox is really good, too. So just watch your wallet when you're around those two. Right?
2: <laughs> you won't find me out there. No, I'm more into fishing and stuff. I'll be looking in the back ponds for some big bass. All right, there you go. All
0: right, now, now so coming out of high school, now, in my understanding, you committed to A&M, right?
2: <laughs> yes, sir.
0: Okay, so, sir, so you knows how old I am. <laughs> committed to A&M. Were there any other schools in play? Did you have anybody else you thought you might go to?
2: Um, So the way A&M worked out was, they reached out to me when I was a junior and I had my first Tommy John and you know, they gave me the minimum scholarship. And for me, if, if I didn't recover from my Tommy John and I, you know, I couldn't get a scholarship for baseball, then I would have that to go to. And I know that they're a great academic school and that's what I would have. That was the plan.
0: Okay. Okay. So all right, that's fair. And now, okay. So you're drafted out of high school. I love this question. You were drafted in the 11th round by the Dodgers in 2008. Where You know, you weren't in New York. You were an 11th rounder. Where were you when you got drafted? How did you find out you'd been drafted?
2: So I was at home with my dad and, you know, a lot of the agents were saying that I was going to be a first, you know, on a first round, second round draft. And, you know, we watched and my name didn't pop up and we, you know, the next day it continues and we're watching and. Yeah, I kind of got bored of it. So I just – I don't, I think I was in my room playing video games or something like that, and I hear my dad celebrating. He's like, hey, screaming, and I come in there, and he's like, you were drafted by the Dodgers, 11th round. I'm like, let's go. So we had that special, you know, father-son moment <laughs> at the house together, and it was, it was cool.
0: All right, last one. This one, uh, we're going to get you out of here, and then we, we, we'll get you on another time this year. We'll have some more fun stuff. So you made your major league debut on August 6, 2011. That means you got the call-up. So that, that's the way that happened. This is always a fun one for anybody that's been in the big leagues. How'd you find out you were going to the big leagues? Did they mess with you a little bit? What happened?
2: Yeah, so I was with the Dodgers at the time, and they were going through – they had a string of injuries happening, and um, I wasn't on the 40-man, so they had to make moves for me, roster moves. And we were – I want to say we were – I forget which organization it is. We were playing the Diamondbacks in Double I forget where they were at the time, but, you know, they called me in the office or like, hey, you're not making your next start. You're going to uh, Arizona. You're not playing, you're not facing the, you know, the minor, league diamond backs, but the big league guys. So, um, you know, I flew out and it was awesome. I mean, that whole debut, I remember one of the one of the biggest moments was I was nervous warming up in the bullpen and, you know, taking it all in with the crowd. And it had to be, this little girl was singing the national anthem. She had to be three or four years old and she just absolutely killed it. And I was oh, like, wow. go out there and sing in front of, like, I, I, I don't like interviews. I don't like singing, you know what I mean, <laughs> in front of people. Or you won't see me doing any karaoke or anything like that. And she uh, she went out there and killed it. I was like, if she can do it, I can go out here and pitch. And, you know, I've been doing this for years. So I had a pretty good, um, you know, debut. doing And that's where it all started.
0: Absolutely. Awesome.
2: Anything
1: else? No, hopefully uh, hopefully you can continue with the Rangers here for the next couple, three years. That'd be... Uh... Yes, sir. If, if so, that like, means that means good things for the franchise. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Hey, Nathan, thank you so much. I know it's a busy day. You just signed and and had the press conference, taking time to come on. It, it's really special. Thanks to the Rangers for getting you on here with us. Hey, we'll see you out at the ball field. Obviously, we'll see you spring training. Yeah, we'll see you yeah. out there and uh, get you on here again. I got some more fun stuff to ask you.
2: Awesome. I'm looking forward to it, fellas. All right. Man. All right. Appreciate That's
0: you. Nathan Evaldi. When we come back, we're gonna go down in the bus leagues. Thanks, Nate. Thank y'all. A big thanks to the Texas Rangers for uh, taking the time there for a second to get Nathan on with us after signing his his contract today. Big thanks to Texas and Nathan for coming on, dude. We do need to talk about some minor league stuff.
1: There is some stuff that we need stuff. to talk about.
0: So what? What's that list that came out? Uh, that came out with the oh, yeah, yeah, organiz, yeah. organizational. Yeah, it was sure. MILB.
1: MILB uh, organizational all stars at um, each position. At each position, uh, one. One right-handed pitcher, one left-handed pitcher, and a reliever. Um, and the position players. And then the position players. Let me, right. let me
0: start. How many have been on the Rangers Today Baseball podcast. Eight
1: of the 11. Eight, Eight. of the 11. Eight of the 11. Of the 11. Uh, yeah, Ezekiel Duran was on the team. Um, Liam Hicks, at catcher. And then uh, Anthony, whose last name I don't want to even attempt. I've, I've heard it said.
0: He's the Hawaiian?
1: Yeah. Who 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 pee tui, God God bless him. I, I look forward to meeting him and, 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 and hearing him say his name. You know, on the jersey, it's like it like starts at his rib cage and goes all the way up.
0: When Saltalamachia that way was up. Yeah, the-
1: but this one's got a hyphen. I mean it's it's a, yeah. it's it's uh what six, nine, twelve, fifteen letters. So um anyway, congrats, a, is he a congratulations relief pitcher? To, yeah, was, yeah, congratulations to him. But um it's interesting, you know. There are a couple, a couple interesting ones. Uh, you know, Thomas Jc behind us was a, yeah. was the third baseman. I'm, I suppose you know Josh Young didn't play enough. Yeah, um, and then uh, and then uh, Jonathan Ornelas, our our buddy, uh, was yeah. is is the shortstop on this team ahead of Acuna. Uh, you know, Acuna was injured the first month. Unbelievable at Hickory, came up to Frisco and struggled a little bit. Jonathan was just <clears throat> steady as a damn rock at, at, at Frisco the whole year. He's earned his way onto the forty man roster. So
0: absolutely, uh, you know, it, and it, it, is it makes only sense. Twenty two years old.
1: Yeah, he's he's a youngin. And you know, Blaine Krim at first base, uh, Justin Fosu second, second base. Bubba Evan Carter and Duran in the outfield. So uh, it's it's you know guys guys you know Mason Englert was the right handed pitcher uh, right since since uh, with selected, Detroit <laughs> selected by Detroit in the Rule Five draft and then. Mitch Bratt, the the Canadian from uh, uh, he down east, he joined us in July, and and he's the left handed pitcher on the team. So, um, yeah, uh, a I, I I don't want to pat ourselves on the back, but you know we've had the best of the best on this show. John. Well, and once again,
0: <laughs> and once again, a big thank you to the Texas Rangers. Who well, to these helped.
1: kids, you know, because because we we go through uh, like Zach Bigley at at uh,
0: at, the Frisco. at Frisco
1: and uh, you know. We we get help from the affiliates too, and some of these guys, the players, just give us their number and like, hey, just give me a call, we'll do it. And yep. So, but you know, they spend thirty minutes, and and it's not it's not like it, you know.
0: Yep, they do. They and, those and, and, are the longer shows, but they're fun because you know these guys aren't getting hit by press every day like yeah, like daily at sure. their. Mean, I mean, but yeah. uh, so so it's nice to talk to them, and these are future major leaguers. Everyone sure. we've had on looks like to be they're going to be a major leaguer.
1: Yeah, you know, and it's uh, their top their top. 20 Thirty prospects, you know, yep. in the organization. Some of the top one hundred, you know. So um, it's it's going to be it's going to be fun to to see what happens with them. Sure, and um, you know, we've also had Dustin Harris on the show. Who uh, good news on on him? You know, he finished last season, kind of banged up with a little wrist uh, ligament deal. Uh, he didn't play the final month or so for for Frisco and wasn't part of the playoff run. But um, he he appears to be healthy. He's he's he took part in a hitting camp that, that the Rangers had for, uh, minor leaguers in, in Arizona, they had a group, you know, a small group for like the, the more advanced guys. And then a small group for the guys that they want to see maybe take jumps this year or, right. or think of their, their guys that, that can really be upper level guys at some point in major leaguers. But, uh, that's good news. Cause you know, as we were talking about in the, in the first segment, uh, about left field, um, Dustin Harris plays left field. Yeah. And he's, he's, uh, there
0: are internal candidates that yeah. could come up from the minor leagues. He's, to help on, he's out. on,
1: he's on the 40 man roster. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know where, he, you know, it's going to be interesting. I think Ross, when Ross was on earlier, Ross Fenstermaker, when he was on what, November, he talked about how, how they've already kind of done an exercise where they're trying to figure out where, where to put prospects to start right. next season. Harris is kind of an interesting one. You know, he, he played well at Frisco. I think, you know, he, uh, he was learning left field, which, you know, doesn't sound like it, it's rocket science. He was science, the first baseman when he... But, you know, when these guys are trying to develop in a new position, it it, it, it takes away. Yep. It, it takes away from from other things. And um, so he, you know, he but he had a nice offensive season. So I don't know if he would go back there, you know, to, to start the year. I think a lot of it depends on what happens with Duran, Smith, and, uh, and and Bubba. Uh, it, I think we've with, kept, with kept waiting on club. trades to happen. They haven't yeah. happened yet, yeah. so yeah, that's still a possibility too. You know, they sure. did, they need forty man spots. The Rangers are going to need forty man spots if they're going to sign relievers and an outfielder to major league contracts. So, right. You know, a trade would certainly do that. But yeah. Uh, anyway, you know, so so there there is dust in here, and uh, assuming he's healthy and. and you know, Aaron Zavala, who I know you both like, not on the 40 man. He's my guy, but he's, he's
0: injured. He (laughs)
1: had the, not the Tommy John, but kind of the Tommy John. And, uh, but he should be back in May. Full Go, uh, he might might hit sooner than that, but, uh, you know, he, he's another guy who you just kind of, the year he had last year, it just seemed like something clicked when he got to the summer months at, at Hickory. And then it, 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 continued at frisco which is really encouraging for it to happen at a high level so uh or a higher level so those those are two other guys that hey you know well you don't you don't discount them you don't you're you're like well they they might be a little further away but if they get hot and 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 you want to ride the hot hand i don't think the the rangers have never been shy about giving guys an opportunity if they've earned
0: no, they don't try to play that manipulation game on service time. If they can use them, they can use them. They they take it, and there. You know, it'll be interesting to watch some guys that that seem to be blocked at the big league level who are good bats. If they're not moved, you might watch them to see if they start getting a little bit of outfield. Someone like a, you know, like a Foskey. Yeah, or a... no, that,
1: that was I was gonna. You took the took the name right out of my mouth. He he's he's gonna be Rule Five eligible next year. Right. So at that so this is kind of the point where you start to try guys out at other positions. Sure. So, you know, clearly Cuz he's
0: probably going to go to Triple A. I clearly would imagine. he's
1: blocked at second base. Uh, there's no doubt about it. So, you know, can he play third? Yeah, he played a little third at Frisco, but third base, you know. Looks like Josh Young's a job. Nate Lowe looks like he secured first base. Sure. And Foscu, he said I think he said it on our show, if he not if he didn't say it on our show, he said it to me. He's convinced he can play the outfield. Yeah. You know, people think he he's kind of a lumbering guy, but then and, and then he's had some foot injuries that that are a little concerning or I guess a foot injury, but still there's some wear and tear in the outfield that you don't get in the infield, but you know, if if he hits like he can hit this is a bat you're going to want in your lineup. I don't sure. care I don't care
0: I don't care who's in it.
1: Absolutely. So uh I I think that that that's a possibility for sure.
0: Absolutely, and then again, you know, going into you know spring training, uh, they're going to report here in about a month or so. You're going to start getting pitchers and catchers. Is that going to be? It'll first be like
1: of, it's, it's going to be after the Super Bowl. So the first Super, or the,
0: second week of February. Yeah, the somewhere. Super
1: Bowls in uh, the Super Bowls in in Arizona again this year. Right. I mean, so Fiesta Bowl, uh, Super Bowl, and like a lot of the hotels and housing is, is all booked up. And so <laughs> so players are having trouble getting rooms. So um, I, I think that there's a chance it could start a little bit before then but i i don't think so uh but yeah like the 14th or 15th 16th yeah. somewhere in there um I think if you do the math backwards, I think it's forty five days from opening days when you can first report. Yeah. And do so count backwards. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Well my point that's the target that, area. Yeah, yeah. And
0: yeah. my point to that was there's two new guys gonna be in spring training. What actually they're gonna come in with the minor leaguers, which is what March sixth or so when they report. Yeah. But that's uh well pitchers and catchers, do the minor leaguers come in with that too? Yeah, they just all come because here. you've got Rocker and Porter.
1: Yeah, they'll pro- now they'll probably come early. You yeah, know, the, you know, the Rangers will be playing games before. I'm
0: excited to see both of those guys yeah. go out into an affiliate.
1: Sure, but and, and and the Rangers will be playing games before before then. Before. And the and the regulars, as we all know, in the first couple of games, first couple of weeks play 3-4 innings tops. Yes. And so you need guys to come in. But they, you know, the guys who are in camp Right. They're only going to play three or four innings, tops, yeah. and they're not all playing every day. You know, they get the rest. They play two, they get one off, or yeah. whatever. So anyway,
0: and they have you, the you need minor you the... need
1: minor leaguers. They're right. called jicks, just in case players. Yeah. Well these these guys will finish out games, and but it'll be the advanced guys. So it'll be you know you your know,
0: upper level minor leaguers. Yeah. And, well, so like
1: lighter is going to be in camp. You know, yeah. you got guys like that are going to be in camp probably, but you know, guys who you who you are familiar with and want to be familiar with are going to be finishing out these games. My point is, there will be minor leaguers in camp before the report date, and I'm assuming that Porter and Rocker will be um, among them.
0: Yeah, and those are two guys, because we're down in the bus leagues, those are probably the two... Right now, we're and it's the first show of the season or of uh, the new year doing that. I want to see those two hit an affiliate this year. I can't wait to watch them when yeah. we get to spring training. And we got to get over there and watch them do throw their bullpens, they'll throw at least one or two while we're there. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be a lot of fun to see them do it. But those are two guys I'm excited to see, um, and, and doing that. But, um, so the minor leagues, man, top five, six in the whole yeah. you know, all yeah. of baseball. I sure. mean, this is a very deep system. Now that's depending on. I can't even begin to try to start my top twenty countdown. We got to see if anything's going to happen. Uh, it may, yeah. Right now, no, I've, got not, get, I've
1: got to get on mine too.
0: Not, not much has changed right now, so I mean, there's not a lot to change from. But I'm, I'm anxious to see what happens there. But anything else before we get out of here?
1: No, just uh, just your usual reminders to subscribe to our YouTube channel. I think there's a button that you can push, and then uh, it's right down here. Rangers today, uh, five ninety nine a month, sixty dollars for a year, thirty five dollars for six. Starting months. a brand
0: new year, this is a great time yeah. to join up. Yeah, I and mean, we're if gonna you're excited about Rangers baseball. This is the this is the time to do it. Absolutely, you know, I mean, you know, guys. Yeah. We're back. It's twenty twenty three. You did our the last episode was our best of twenty twenty two. Now we're at twenty twenty three. And like we say at the end of every one of these, before we go on to the next one, guys, we'll see you at the yard. Roxo Media House.